It's the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. Welcome back to the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner. We're going to be joined by Shelby Campbell, the head girls basketball coach at Oakland. Uh, coach, good morning. Good morning. All right. Good to see you via Zoom this morning. So uh, uh, it's a busy time of the year. Obviously, the uh, you guys play today. We'll get into that. Uh, and then we've got next week, the last week of the regular season play. But we'll look back. You did have two games this week. Um if you look at the standings, you got to say, well, Oakland's probably, uh, you know, they, they they need to win those uh, to to stay right where they want to be in the league standings. And to your credit, uh, you hold two opponents in Rockville and Smyrna to a combined thirty nine points in two games. I I think coaches will take that because they they always um, preach defense, defense, defense. Oh yeah, that's definitely something that my gir- my girls hear often is uh, making sure that they're doing the dis. Uh, of what we talk about being disciplined and what we talk about defensively uh, and carrying that over to the games. Um, well, well, we'll start with Rockville, uh, a young team, a young program, obviously, uh, second-year school. Just kind of take us through that game, how it unfolded, how you were able to uh, grab a hold of and take control of that one. Uh, well, you know, uh, we started off we started off a little slower. Honestly, it wasn't even slower. It was just uh, Bill Hawkenberry, and they do a great job over there. Um, just really mixing up their defenses and uh, just to throw teams off. And I thought that kind of threw us off for a, a minute in the first quarter because we weren't used to that. We haven't seen teams do that much. Um, and so I think him doing that threw us off for a minute. And so that first quarter we were kind of like trying to figure it out. Uh, and then from then on, I felt like our girls really came together and ran transition well and played good defense um, and really just played together uh, really well. And that's what I feel like they've done the past two games. Um, then against Smyrna, obviously, you know, uh, uh, Lonnie and his, his club have had some struggles this year. He's trying to, you know, develop uh, that, that team. And um, But you, you got to go out and play and not worry about what an opponent's record is. Or I know I covered Coach Ensel's middle women for many years, and he said, don't look at the scoreboard. You know, go out and play the game. Yeah. That's definitely – I mean, we talked about that last night in the locker room um, before the game and, and at halftime coming back out is just making sure that we did what we were supposed to do, not not looking at the score but really focusing um, to get better. And especially because we have a, another game today, uh, we couldn't take plays off and, and be like today's school, which championship teams don't do that. And I think our girls have really grown into that. Um, in a, in a Because I think at the beginning of the year there were times that we would come in games and be like, oh, it's just so-and-so. And we wouldn't play as hard. Um, but I think our girls have really turned the corner with that and really bought into, okay, we really have to get better every single game, every single day, um, because one of our core values is better than yesterday. And so we have to make sure that every single day we come in, whether it's a practice or a game, we're focusing on being better than we were the day before. And, um, you know, I, I, I look at here last couple weeks, well, at least since we've gotten back from the, the holidays, for the most part, We've gotten to some semblance of uh, normalcy <laughs> in terms of playing a schedule. Obviously, a lot of people playing catch up, uh, but how exciting it is is it for your girls to 
to be in a league race. I mean, this is I mean, it's going to come down to the last game of the season for a lot of teams and whether they win it or whether they're, you know, first or fourth. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes Rutherford County so fun. It's a competitive aspect of it um, that every single game uh, you have to come out ready to play. You, you can't take nights off. Uh, and I love that because, like you said, we're battling till the end. We've, our last game is on Friday against Blackman. And um, that game, every single game, the next three games, Blackman, Riverdale, Blackman, they're all going to matter. Um, and so we can't take time off. We can't come out relaxed. Um, we just have to come out and be ready to go. Well, now bring it up that, you know, I look at your schedule again uh, today at uh, Blackman, 2 o'clock. Uh, Tuesday, uh, you host Riverdale, and Friday, you host Blackman. This is almost like a mini tournament uh, going into the district tournament in that you, you play Oakland um, th- this Saturday, and then next week uh, uh, you play them again on Friday. You could see that happen in a district tournament situation and then a region tournament situation. So this does kind of have almost like a little tournament flavor to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about that in the next three weeks we could possibly play – or three to four weeks we could possibly play Blackman four times. (laughs) Um, Or Riverdale at that. Or three times for Riverdale, either one. Um, But it's just crazy how that that happened. But, you know, you you roll with the punches and you keep moving and – you find a way to, to battle every single day. seems like these four teams, um, Oakland, Riverdale, Blackman, Stewart's Creek, uh, they all provide kind of uh, different matchups uh, for you. You know, um, some teams are maybe quicker. Some pe- teams may be smaller, which you, you have a, a nice p- uh, post presence, obviously. But uh, just talk about how each game presents a different challenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, Stewart's Creek is probably one. I would say they're probably the fastest team in the district. Um, they're very athletic. They got, they're very long. Um, and so they really get after it uh, from, the, from the quickness aspect. And then, you know, Riverdale. Riverdale's Riverdale. They've always been good. Um, they carry that name with them. They have a good post player. They got a great guard. Um, and then they have surrounding players with that. And that's the same thing with Blackman is – um, they have a really good post player, and then you got uh, you got Ayana and Tori, who are seniors, um, who are starting, and then you have some young ones like Gracie, and you have Emily that's starting, and so they have a great lineup, and then you uh, they have some younger ones coming in, and so you got four guards that are pretty dominant with one post, um, and for us, we play two post players, and so the matchups are always a little bit different with that, um, and then the first time we played Stewart's Creek, they didn't have a post, so that was even more interesting. Um, uh, because, you know, playing two post players and you only have – and they don't have any post players. So it was – the matchups have definitely been different each game, but I've been really proud of our girls for making the adjustments. And something that I preach early is that is that, hey, our post players, y'all are going to have to learn how to guard guards. And so in practice, when we're playing and we're doing stuff, they're going to get matched up on guards and they have to be able to figure it out and play defense. All right, well, let's talk about the matchup today. Uh, at Blackman, obviously, uh, they've been – in serious catch-up mode, playing a lot of games lately. But um, starting to play like the Blackman team, I think people would have expected this year. I think they've got one loss. You've got one loss. You have played more games. But uh, talk about uh, this matchup and what some of the keys are to the game from your perspective. Uh, You know, it's it's a great matchup. It's an exciting matchup for a lot of different reasons um, for these kids outside of us being – 
tied for whatever it might be or, you know, the big the big part of placement and district, there's a lot more that goes into this game. And so the excitement for this game is um, is high. The the energy is high for going into this game um, matchup wise and and the key play, you know, we just got to do what we do. Um, that's what I tell my girls in every single game we go into, no matter who we're playing, is we practice on us. Um, we don't practice necessarily on other teams. We don't watch film on other teams. Um, we do what we're supposed to do, and if we do that and we buy into it and we play together, um, then we are always competitive within the game. Then, of course, I'm not putting the cart before the horse, but since we won't see you till we get into the region tournament, then you got uh, Riverdale at home, and enough said there when it's Riverdale and Oakland. Oh, yeah. You know, those are – it's just a fun game. I mean, honestly, uh, those two matchups with Riverdale and Blackman, I mean, those just are fun. They're high energy. There are girls kind of – they just get amped up for those games just because uh, it's a big rival, and it's always been a big rival. Um, but those rival games are some of the most fun games that you play in high school basketball. Then you'll have a turnaround and play Oakland again. And, you know, regardless of what happens today, uh, you got to put that, you know, you can't you, – if you you win, you you can't say, oh well, we got them, you know, we got this. Or if you lose, you can't say, well, we got beat by them. Uh, uh, it's going to be different every time you play, especially when you're so evenly matched. Right. Yeah. Uh, it'll be different, but it'll it'll always be competitive. I do believe that. Um, so no matter what, as long as we come out and we do what we're supposed to do and we play hard um, and we play together, those are the things that make me proud as a coach, and those are the things that we can continue to grow on. Um, because this prepares us for what's to come. Um, and so that's what our focus is every single day right now in uh, this district play. Well, essentially, you've got a, a three-game week. Uh, how do you handle that as a coach in terms of your, your practicing? I know you want to keep their legs. You know, that's important this time of year. But, mm -hmm. again, uh, this is kind of a – as I said, you, it's almost like a mini mini tournament coming up for you. I mean, you're going to have to play a lot of games in a row once the – uh, the postseason begins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you just have to be careful. I think there's a there's got to be a balance between keeping them in shape and keeping them going, um, and not allowing practices to become too lax, but also resting their bodies um, after game days and not doing an overload of stuff. Um, so I think there's got to be a healthy balance. I know for us. Um, ice baths and stretching. We have rec active recovery days where we'll just stretch, um, especially when it's a three-day, three-game, four-game week. Um, one of those days is just spent. Our, we have an incredible athletic trainer, and he comes in and uh, we'll stretch our girls out, doing some active recovery stuff and uh, foam rolling and all that jazz, uh, which I think is is very beneficial for our kids. I know we've talked about all year on this show how evenly matched uh, this league is, but. I don't know that we should be that surprised because it was like that last year. If you look at the uh, the, way, the district tournament, how it played out, it was almost flip-flopped maybe the way some people thought it might be. Yeah, and that's – I mean, that's something that I always I always preach is it's not over till it's over and you just got to keep focusing on the process. And that's uh, kind of – that's what our girls buy into is the process at hand. And no matter if we finish first or we finish fourth, we're not worried about our placement. It's worrying about us. Are we growing every day? Because that's the real question. Because if we're first and we're not continuing to grow, then we're not going to advance any further than we need to. Um, but if we're, if we're focused on us growing every single day, then that's where we're going to be. And I feel like that's kind of how we were last year is we just focused on us growing. And even though we were fourth, 
we knew there was more to be done and we knew that we were capable of winning. It was just putting it all together. Um, and that just is part of the process by the end of the, you have to be at your best by the end of the year. And that's kind of where you want to make sure that you're focused on getting to. Well, coach, it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun tournament. And, uh, as always, we appreciate you joining us and good luck to the Patriots this week. Thank you so much. That's Shelby Campbell joining us today, the girls basketball coach at Oakland High School. We'll take a break, and Bianca Hensley, the head coach at Stewart's Creek, will join us. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes 